to show. Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of Off The Mass Podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit different than normal. Typically, I sit down with a guest and we talk about various topics, whether it be jiu-jitsu, comic books, movies, action figures, whatever it may be that comes to mind. This time out, I actually had the opportunity to sit with six female grapplers and we went over a, a few different questions to discuss their experiences as it relates to grappling and MMA for that matter. So um, what we're going to do is kind of transition from here and just straight into the questions. And I'll introduce each of the guests per session and um, we'll go from there. So go ahead, sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Mm, Okay, so I have with me today tiana taylor tiana was a previous guest um on a on the podcast with me so welcome back tiana hello hello thank you for having me back jake no no problem thank you for you know joining me for this this um this episode that i'm pretty excited about it so i got some questions here for you i just kind of want to ask a couple things that get get your experience you know from from your side of it so when you started training early on do you remember like can you think back to your first memory just like your first thought like like even getting onto the mat or even after you're done my first thought I think was what am I doing (laughs) to be honest um I remember feeling very self-conscious I was by far the lowest level um, member in the class. And I was also very conscious of hurting anybody else. That's something that stuck with me because I was a new person and I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And I had to spar in my very first class. I was very conscious of hurting higher belts because they were obviously a lot better than me. And I didn't want to be the spazzy white belt who, you know, broke someone's bone in their first class. So, yeah, I was quite self-conscious, but I was very intrigued as well. Okay. And once you were all done, how, what was the fill-in at, at the completion of class for you? Confusion. I was like, I don't understand what happened there. Um, it was quite an advanced class, my very first class, because everybody mm. else was a much higher belt and nothing stuck i would say nothing stuck really for about two years if i'm honest but that's to do with me not training regularly enough initially um but yeah it nothing stuck it was very very um complicated to me and um i need i i'm the kind of person who used to stick with techniques for quite a while before i move on um so i after the first class and after a few classes i was just like oh is this a good idea am i ever going to be any good at this and that lasted a very long time actually a very long time um 
but yeah confusion is the word I would say uh, for how I felt initially because now it was all it was a collection of techniques a collection of movements but none of them stuck when you had your first competition yeah how did you feel going into that I was so excited like so excited I can't, I don't it's for someone who's quite good with language I still struggle to convey verbally how I felt because I had wanted to compete for so long before I actually was able to compete because I had a lot of health issues and um, I remember it being October 2017 and I was so excited I slept like a baby the night before and I remember my alarm going off on the Saturday morning I was like oh I don't want to go to work oh no I'm not going to work I'm going to compete this is amazing um, uh, I felt I felt really good I didn't really have high expectations which was just as well so I got tapped in one minute 15 <laughs> um but I rem I think when I got to the venue and the girl who drove me there pointed out another um white belt who well she had actually had a black belt in judo so really she shouldn't have been competing because it was IBJJF rules mm. and and I was like oh my gosh judo and me are not a good combination so yeah I was that's when I got a little bit nervous, but I absolutely loved it. The adrenaline, I just, it was amazing. Even though I got tapped, I didn't care. I just loved it. And I was like, right, next one, please. It was great. I think my 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 partner, who's my instructor, I think he was disappointed that I uh, I enjoyed it um, because he didn't, he had a very bad fear of me getting injured. Um. And I think he was hoping I wouldn't enjoy competing, but I love competing. I live to compete. Prior to any training. Yeah. Did, had you ever had any kind of a, a physical altercation or a fight where you, you know, you thought to yourself like, damn, dude, I wish I knew martial arts. I wish I knew how to fight. Yeah. Oh, there are two. Well, there's a few that stick in my mind, actually. there. Are, I remember when I lived in Valencia, I was 20 and I was in a club and I was dancing with a group of girlfriends. And this guy like started almost, oh, he was started like grinding up behind me and the music was really loud. So I turned around and I gestured to him like, you know, I'm cool, leave me alone kind of thing. And the next thing I know, I'm on the ground because he's pushed me to the floor. Now, at the time, I only weighed 100 pounds. I was 45 kilos. I was very, very, very small, very, very tiny. And this guy was absolutely huge. He was about six foot five. I don't know what he weighed, but he was massive compared to me. I used to be so tiny. And the next thing I know, I'm on the floor. And I, 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 um, I stand up. And it, this massive guy is like raising his fist to punch me in the face. And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's going to hit me. Um, and I, I remember I remember his eyes. I think he was on drugs because his eyes were like saucers. And because he was so tall and he raised his fist to hit me, I hit him first as hard as I could. Um, which probably in retrospect wasn't very hard because I was so small. But it dazed him a bit and he got, he, um, 
got like reprimanded by security and he says to me in Spanish you me outside now and I was just like oh my god what is happening here it was this guy was huge and I was so small and I was just like he's actually gonna punch me because I don't want to dance with him that's a little bit extreme yeah um yeah just a bit and it was it was the whole he got right up in my face I was like you me outside now and it yeah it was incredibly scary to be honest it was that was scary and yeah that's one <laughs> the other one the other one I didn't say I was bad in um I was in the UK I was in Leeds and uh I got in a altercation should we say with this girl it well if you can even call it that she accused me of dancing with this guy that she liked and to this day I still don't know who the guy is we were in a club okay and um she goes for me oh this sounds so bad this sounds so bad <laughs> okay well she she goes for me she lunges at me so I res restrained her by um I just put my hand around her neck and held her up against the wall. And I didn't know how strong I was at the time. And she clearly didn't know how strong I was. Um, and yeah, I had to restrain her from punching me. So, well, she's actually banned from, um, well, at the time, well, after that, she got banned from all um, the clubs in two major northern cities in the UK. She's got severe anger problems. Oh. Okay. Well, I'd like know. to stress I restrained her. I did not hit her. I restrained her. There just happened to be a wall there to support her, support me holding her up by the throat. That doesn't sound very good to say. <laughs> I felt like a terrible it, person. It's no, you, you're fine. You're defending yourself. I was so, defending myself. It's not like you walked up to her, like, hey, bitch, and just start choking her. It's like, oh my God. That's like, what she was like. That's what she was like coming at me. See? And I was just like, what are you doing? So I thought I can't be having this. But I um I generally diffuse arguments with language. I'm not uh I don't like it. I've I like jujitsu because it's fighting in a very controlled environment. It's very, very controlled. Um but street fights and weapons and things, not my bag at all. As far as anyone new trying to get into jujitsu specifically mm -hmm. um as we're discussing and it, we both train what advice would you give any new grapplers male or female for that matter but new grapplers period coming in not to compare yourself to other people in your gym that's a massive one do not focus on stripes belts or any of that focus on having fun focus on learning and enjoy it because so many people want the blue belt the purple belt and then they say they wish they were white belts again because nothing's expected of you. So, well, not not well, not much is not as much is expected of you because you're new. So, um, I think the comparison is the feast of joy, but also the feast of progress. If you start comparing yourself to other people who started around the same time, just because you're learning more slowly, it doesn't mean you're not progressing. And I think that's really really important. I was. Um, well, I do learn very slowly, 
um and i do not compare myself to other people because if i did i would have quit years ago i really would have done because um you know people picked up techniques and concepts so much quicker than me but i stuck it out and um it's it's not who's good it's who's left really so never give up that's what i would say that's good good advice Thank you, Tiana. That that was excellent. I do appreciate it. Look forward to talking with you again and have you on as a guest for another full episode, just you and I. That would be awesome. Thank you. My guest for this segment is going to be UFC fighter Ashley Yoder. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Um, thank you for doing this. Uh Basically, what's going on with this specific episode is, you know, we're just trying to get a feel for fighters and grapplers and their experiences from the very beginning with, you know, getting started and, you know, any advice that you may, you know, have, you know, for first time grapplers or first time MMA fighters for that matter, you know, being in your position. Um when you got started with martial arts, uh, whether it be uh, jiu-jitsu um, or even taekwondo, uh, anything of that nature, you know, what was your first memory? Um, absolutely. I actually started it as MMA. i never been a single discipline. Um, I mean, as I got into it, I started splitting the disciplines up. And, of course, I have my black belt in jiu-jitsu now. Um, but... When I started, I was 20 years old, and I had never been introduced to martial arts before that. So um, I remember, I actually, I just went home uh, for Christmas for two weeks, and I actually passed the place. And they, it was, like, smaller than a room that I started in. It was carpeted, like, uh, and it was just a little MMA gym in the middle of nowhere of nowhere. Like, I, it was the smallest town ever, um, and... Uh, I got brought into there by one of my friends who saw that I had some anger issues and was like, Hey, you know, come in here and punch some stuff. You don't have to, uh, really explain anything. So that's how I started. My first memory was, I remember, uh, I sweat through like a whole shirt, my first workout. And trust me, like I was a swimmer. I did track, like I was a cheerleader, but there was not a workout that was as tough as my first workout. They had us jumping over cones, doing burpees. I'm like, I was not ready for that kind of workout. And that wasn't even the beginning of like learning the MMA part. So yeah, I was MMA. A lot of people didn't re don't realize that, that like, you know, I always say I'm i uh, I'm learning on the job because, you know, it, you trying to pick up so many details on so many different disciplines is, you know, it's been a challenge in itself, but um, I think I'm handling it pretty well. And I, I enjoy learning. So uh, it's probably the best part of the journey is, uh, you know, getting able to kind of focus on certain things now instead of trying to just get a grasp on what I'm doing. So, yeah. Um, and it's <laughs> funny thinking that because, you know, I saw that you had gotten promoted to black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So I was like, oh, OK, so grappler, grappler right out the gate. And, you know, watching your fights, just watching you grapple was like, all right, OK. Like, the, the, she must have started off with jiu-jitsu and, you know. <laughs> just went from there i always think it's it's tougher when you start and i don't know because i'm not a fighter i always think 
that it may be tougher when you start with one discipline than you start learning others along the way, I think at least. You know, it, I, I don't know because I didn't start that way, but I do know that when I do talk to people, I always tell them it's always good to get fundamentals of each of the four main disciplines before you start MMA. But, you know, it, the thing is, because you're getting overloaded, it's really hard to get, you know, it's, I tell people all the time, like, I love jujitsu. I'm nowhere where I would want to be because I don't have the time to train jujitsu. Like, I have to, I train jujitsu a lot, but I also have to train wrestling a lot. I have to train boxing a lot. I have to try kickboxing a lot. So there's a lot of other things that I have to train a lot, and there's just not enough time in the day, and my body can only handle so much. So, um, I only only get to train jujitsu four or five times a week. So, um, I mean, for my training schedule, that's really not a lot of just one discipline, you know? True. Yeah, it, it, again, being in MMA and especially at, at the, you know, top level that like for me, you know, three days, it's like, oh, wow, you know, that that's a lot for me. Like, so, you know, they hear you say, hey, you know, three, four days and that's not a lot but then also couple it with the ideal that you are having to do, you know, wrestling, kickboxing, boxing, you, you know, you have to fill in a lot of other gaps. So I, I get it. I understand. Um, when you had your first yeah. fights, you know, how, what, what were your feelings going into your first MMA fight? Uh, it's actually kind of funny. Um, and just to re kind of rehash what you just said, absolutely. As someone that is just compete, like regularly training, yes. But if someone's actually great at jujitsu, that's their training those 10 times a week, like they're training nothing, you know. So that's where I kind of see it as why I can't be like a great practitioner. Um, but yeah, my first fight was insane. I did not want to fight, I've never been in a street fight. Uh, I was did it because I like enjoyed the workout and they told me, Hey, they have this competition. They put me in the cage. And actually in my first amateur video, my very first fight, I turn around when they shut the cage and I said, ah, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And they're like, ah, too late. Turn around. <laughs> so it was the most surreal experience. They always tell you your first fight will let you know if you're made for it or not. And, uh, you know, it was a bloody battle and they had me standing in right hand. I was standing in uh, orthodox. I'm a lefty through and through, so I don't know why I was in that way. But it was it released something in me that just made me want more. So yeah, it was it was a really life changing experience. It obviously worked out because I mean you got in there, <laughs> did it, and here you are now. You know, you going out there and you know, first thinking I don't want to do this and then continue on and then now again making it up to this point, you know, that's awesome. So kudos to you on that. <laughs> Um, and you actually kind of answered one of my other questions um, in that answer, just wondering, you know, prior to training, had you been in any kind of altercations or fights beforehand? Nope. Never. Never been in a street fight. That's like, well, I don't think, like, I don't know, for some reason it blows my mind thinking like, wow, never been in a fight and then became a cage fighter. But then again, I don't know. I, yeah, no, it's definitely an interesting fact when people bring it up because I'm like, yeah, I've never fought before in the streets. And they're like, you have like over 20 fights in MMA. I'm like, yeah, I know, but that's way different. There's a, there's rules and regulations. True. Now you can't even have them fingernails. Streets, they yeah. probably use them for a weapon. I, yeah, <laughs> that That is true. Like, 
fish hooks, eye gouging, you know, it's pretty, pretty dirty. I haven't been in a street fight in over 20 years. So I don't know. Rules might have changed by now. They, you know, maybe, you know, with guys now training MMA and watching a lot of UFC and everything, it's interesting to see <laughs> just like, oh, they're, they're throwing leg kicks. I've seen some checking. videos. Yeah. So um, one of the last uh, things I kind of just want to ask, just again, with you being, you know, at the level that you're at and having kind of climbed up as you have um, for first time martial artists, whether it be, uh, you know, again, wrestling, jujitsu, kickboxing, boxing, MMA overall, uh, you know, do you have any advice for just anyone, not just females, but just in general? Yeah, no, you know, I go back to there's so many opportunities to be able to be a great fighter. And um, I was one of the people that, you know, that I had this dream and everybody thought I was crazy. Like I literally was told by my first Muay Thai coach that the dance studio is across the street. And I've been in uh, California now for 10 years and, um, you know, I, I'm doing okay. And I came, I didn't start martial arts till I was 20. So um, for a lot of people that have, are in you know, the UFC have been doing martial arts the whole life. So it, it was a, uh, it was quite a rushed uh, career uh, getting into it. But, you know, at the same time, I always tell kids, like, there's no doubt in my mind that if you want it, but you have to be able to handle no, you have to be able to handle hard work. You have to be able to handle a lot of heartbreak, man, injuries, and uh, just keep in focus. And if it's what you really want, you just got to keep grinding. And, I, you know, I go back to focusing on one discipline at a time, maybe not waiting till you get your black belt to start something new, but, you know, getting a, an understanding and a fundamental of each uh, individual martial arts, you know, the four basic, I would say, just to kind of get you involved in like everything you're going to experience because it's involved. It's not who's the best martial artist in one discipline. It's who's the best, most rounded martial artist that can you know, gain someone that, you know, they see something and they have to adapt or, you know, they just have a better um, style than the other person. So it's, it's a lot different than it used to be. Um, so it's really important that you have all those fundamentals. But yeah, you know, just don't let anybody tell you no from your dreams. Like I get told no all the time. Do you, I've got told no so many times that it, I, it's almost like insanity that I'm where I'm at, but it is what it is. And I just kept grinding and keeping my head down and you know, never getting discouraged and staying, you know, completely. Um, I'm always learning. I'm a black belt and I, you know, one of my main training partners is a 15 year old kid that's been training jujitsu longer than me. So just staying humble and always learning. That's a huge, huge thing. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And it, again, with you saying that you've been told no so many times, I'm glad that you stuck with it and, you know, just power through it because, like I said, me personally, I'm a fan. Your fights are always exciting. Thank you for having that that style that's so exciting and and fun to watch. Thank you so much. So I um, do it for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, and and we appreciate that greatly because, like I said, watching the fights, it's never there's never a dull moment she's here to scrap and no one's going to tell her any <laughs> difference. So, so that's, that's yeah. awesome. Awesome. Um, and, you know, closing out here again, thank you so much. I know you gotta, you know, get out of here and go um, coach and everything. Yeah. So 
you know, thank you for, you know, giving me this opportunity to, you know, get some questions out and, um, you know, definitely appreciate, you know, you as a fighter and just your social media presence as well, because your memes, you know, they pop up at the top uh, when I log in and, you know, they crack me up. I, I end up sharing a lot of them, whether it be in the stories or on, on my regular feed. So thank you for that right. as well. So, and you always have great content as well. So thank you. So I'll go ahead and let you get out of here. But thanks again. And good right. luck moving forward. Thank you so much and have a good day. I got to go though. <laughs> this go around, I have one of my favorite human beings out there that uh, converse with many of you may already know her um, as Jits Bitch or JB. So with you training jujitsu and, and martial arts period, actually, because right. you started um way before Brazilian jiu-jitsu but with you starting in martial arts like you remember how you felt remember just the experience like starting off so um i mean my my very first martial arts memory as far as me participating in martial arts or my very first martial arts so as far as participating right sure yeah it's okay. your answer, whatever you want to give me. <laughs> um, well, I came to, well, that's, it's, it's a bit foggy. We'll talk about martial arts. My Sicilian family were all pugilists. Um, they were like actually boxers. My grandfather's boxing name was Gorgeous George, which was later a guy in Snatch. Um, but so I grew up with that sort of martial art being um, just a normal occurrence, right? Like my papa would like clomp you upside the head and he'd be waving his big old fists around in your face and um, that sort of thing. But going into a martial arts, a martial art later in life, I went into it after, not quite a year after. Um being violently assaulted um and so having very recent you know memory and trauma response to um you know i i've not really ever gone into too much detail talking to people about this but my feet were taken out from under me and the back of my head slapped the concrete and it made that like meaty mm. melon sound and then mm -hmm. um, I got the stars in my eyeballs and I don't remember a lot after that, but a guy just kept hitting me in the face. And so there was just a lot of like concussion and um, the sensation of impact coupled with fear. So going into a striking art immediately after that um, definitely brought up some, a lot of shit for me. Um, I started training with one of my best friends who was a sort of broad spectrum Filipino martial arts instructor. And um, we would just train in the garage all day. And, you know, on the days when I was getting really nervous to even sort of have him in my space or have him making any sort of like impact on me, 
um, he would set me up to do, um, you know, work with the wooden man or work some like Dose Pares, you know, uh, stick fighting um, drills where I was smacking myself in the back of the head a lot, um, but not, you know, engaging so much. And so because there were these other options for me to be empowering my body through martial arts and empowering my mind through martial arts without it involving another human being. And we balanced that out until I got comfortable enough, like putting the pads on and just beating the shit out of each other with sticks. And, um, it was, a, I think one of the most difficult, but one of the most important things I've ever done. Understandable. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, you know, my first martial arts experience was just like, oh my God, there was so much anxiety and weird things kept happening to my body, you know, where I would sustain some sort of impact and I'd have to be like, okay, 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 okay. And I would have to go cry and just like let shit out. But being with one person who was already such a good friend um, and just let me be a fucking freak weirdo, <laughs> you know, I didn't sign up for a school with my first martial arts experience, I wasn't in a big room full of people trying to process my trauma. It was with, you know, one good friend and he really, really helped me get through my shit. Going into your first competition. How are you feeling? Oh God, I did it wrong. I did it completely wrong. My, my first competition, um, was about a year, maybe a year after, um, a year and a half after my daughter got really sick. Um, and, you know, I've been in and out of the hospital with my daughter. My daughter has something that makes her very sick. And so, um, I, I you know, I'm living that life where I'm like, all of my adrenaline is going to those crisis situations. My adrenaline doesn't even like go off for other things anymore. Um, so I was exhausted. Um and hadn't really prepared and uh it, you know it was really interesting because all the women in my gym had said hey we're all gonna go do this competition I'd never done competition before I didn't know what the hell they were talking about and they're like we're all signing up you should too and I was like right on I'll go out there and fucking just roll and see what happens right none of them signed up for it I was the only one who did and then I realized um I was going to uh pans in san francisco <laughs> i didn't know that the um competition i had signed up for is one of the most competitive competitions i wasn't just going to like a local high school to roll um mm. i was out there with like oceander and you know what i mean like there was yeah. there were big names out there on the mat and i was just like fuck it i don't know i'll go whatever so the whole way there, I was in the car with my best friend who has done boxing competitions and, and, you know, other martial arts competitions. She's like, are you good? Are you nervous? And I was like, I don't even feel anything. I don't feel nervous. I feel nothing, you know? And she's like, I don't think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should at least be a little nervous. You know, your adrenaline is going to serve you here. And I was like, I don't feel like anything. I feel like I'm going to go out there and I'm going to roll and I'm going to see what happens. And that's whatever. It's just some unbiased science experiment. 
she kept saying are you sure you're not even look you're not even shaking you're not there's not there's no sign of like that for you and so um i mean yeah i didn't get nervous i didn't um i didn't feel anything and then i went out there and um i took the girl down got my i got my takedown um and then both of my arms went completely offline and no longer uh, were available for for comment. Um, <laughs> I couldn't move my arms. So apparently I got like an adrenaline dump. I didn't have a sufficient amount of adrenaline in my body um, to make my muscles move anymore. That initial one where I was like, fuck yeah, this is going to be great. And then she basically just like went into a point loop around my head um my my defense is really good she couldn't submit me you know but she just kept like spinning around my head looking for these entries and this attempt and i couldn't stop that from happening but i felt like she was like sonic the hedgehog just going around my head i could hear like the coins like going bring 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 and i was just down there going fuck dude i can't move my arms yeah so i mean but you know when you come from like a whole history of like scrapping and fighting in the streets and you know all this other stuff and then just being like a tired lady i was like whatever this is an actual danger you know so basically i couldn't get it up really <laughs> <laughs> so i mean you know that was my first competition experience and i just you know, and, and I think that's why still I look at competition as a very occasional um, private experience. I'm, I'm private about that because it's just a science experiment for myself. Right. I don't Absolutely. I don't think I'm going to get glory. I just need to know where my weakest points are in my game. And if you want somebody to like circle them repeatedly with like a highlighter, just go compete. <laughs> somebody's all this is where you are fucked up you are a weak bitch right here <laughs> and then you can go fix your shit um prior to training fights and altercations anything that you <laughs> <laughs> anything you got involved with where you maybe thought like damn i wish i knew how to fucking train or i knew how to fight or or even better going back and thinking about it after learning how to train like huh things would have been a lot different in this fight if i would have you know know how to do this i yeah. mean you did describe the the bar incident as well so i guess that too well yeah right like the the one the one like post training where i'm like damn this shit works <laughs> but i think having those experiences as a kid like fighting that bitch at the river the one day and like like bikinis are going all over the place like total like full on not giving a fuck ghetto ass cat fight right where you're actually trying to just rip this bitch's bikini like up her asshole you know and my knees are like just scraped up from falling in the gravel and we're just beating the shit out of each other but it ends and it's over you know <laughs> I went to a continuation high school that was like that's that's what we did you know and I don't know. I don't I don't ever think back on those like scuffles and those like 
they're just like a regular little flare up, you know, where you're like, and then it's over. And then usually that becomes your best friend, which is always weird. Like I made hella, hella of my good friends by fighting them first. Um, But I don't ever think back on those and think, boy, I wish I had, you know, known more, or I wish I hadn't lost that one or because they were such, they were nothing. You know, just your little high school cat fights. I also fought dudes. Um, wasn't all just cat fights. I I also fought dudes. All right, last question, okay. and then I'm gonna let you get out of here. Going into um, training early on, is there anything you would tell someone coming into martial arts that maybe you wish you had known? or have been told in the beginning as well? Um, I think, you know, I just said this recently on our, our podcast and it's, I, I really feel like this is what I would tell. Um, and I think I do tell them that the new, the new ladies is, you know, could be a nice, could mm-hmm. be a fucking nice, you know, we're in here, we're rolling, quit worrying about pulling my fucking baby hairs. Um, I don't care that you're just, you know, drove your knee halfway through my crotch while we're doing this. It's just, it's going to happen until you get better and then it won't happen anymore. But in the meantime, you know, I think women who come in tend to, um, be too nice with each other. I mean, there's always the opposite side of that too. Those women who come in and you're like, whoa, same team. (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know just just know that it's okay to like smother somebody with your boobs and put all your weight on them neon belly is a thing that happens we all hate it but it happens you know north south it don't worry about that shit you know get your nice brain out and just come in and drill the technique without worrying that you're hurting this other person that's that's true For this go around, I have a good friend of mine. You all may know this young lady as Baby Assassin on Instagram, but I call her Michelle. Hey, Michelle, what's up? How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? I'm all right. Just, you know, I'm all right. I have Michelle with me, and we're going to go over some of the questions I've been asking, just kind of get an idea of your experiences and, um, you know, just thoughts on grappling fighting whichever or so um i guess the first question i'm going to jump into which is kind of what i've been asking everyone right out the gate is when you started training martial arts um first off you you do uh brazilian jiu-jitsu only Um, yeah of course uh brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah i mean bjj i'm all abbreviating like i'm online um brazilian jiu-jitsu or whatever jiu-jitsu um in general yeah, I mean, that's basically, like, probably the first and only mixed martial arts I've ever tried, actually. Um, I was an adult when I tried it. I was, I think it was, like, fuck, I lose track of time. Um, probably, like, six years ago is when I first tried it. Um, but, yeah, that was, like, my first legit martial arts experience. Um, 
in that sense to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I used to work at this alarm company. Um, and there was this Jiu-Jitsu school right across from my job. And I remember I, I just went there during lunch one day, just walked in. And I saw these people rolling around on the mats. And I just tried it. And it was just history from then. <laughs> when it, So when you got started, what was your yeah. first feeling going in there? Well, let me backtrack. So I grew up like around a lot of males in my household. So they would always like, you know, watch boxing, mostly boxing. Um, I wasn't really that much interested in it. I mean, I I liked watching the fights. Like who doesn't like being around that ambience, you know, drinking, eating. I mean, I was very young though at the time. And um, it didn't really that interest me that much. But I think like, like MMA is what drew me in, especially... I think I was like, I was really young, but it was when um, Misha Tate and Rousey, when they first fought in Strike Force. Mm-hmm. When I saw that fight and I saw how they were just like, you know, grappling like a lot. And I was like, what? I'm like, what is that? Like, it's not like boxing. I was like, it's different. Like, that drew me in. And, you know, when I was working for the alarm company, I was kind of going through like an ex- existential crisis, an early midlife crisis. And you know, I was going through a dark time and I was like, fuck, like I'm tired of working out. Like, I would like lift, you know, go to the gym. And I was like, God, like I want to do something else. And like, you know, I started, cause I saw Misha Tate and Rousey and I was like, God, man, like if they can, you know, do something like that, like, and they're women, I'm like, I can do something like that too. Like I'm tired of just working out. So I would like, I actually did research, you know, I was like, especially cause I'm small. I'm like, what people don't know. But I'm like, I'm like 4'11 or like 4'10. I'm probably like legal handicap. If I wanted to, I could go to the DMV. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm actually like really short. Um, and so I would like, you know, Google, like, I got to be realistic. You know, I'd be like, what is good for me? I'm like, okay, not boxing, not, not Muay Thai. Like, so what would come up was judo and jujitsu. And I was like, God, like, there weren't really any judo gyms around where I used to work. It was just that jujitsu gym. Like literally, there was like it used to be a Gracie Baja or whatever. Uh, it had like the sign, the advertisement. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go." And I went. You know, I was like, I had blonde hair, freaking a bunch of makeup on, with my little AD T-shirt. That's like the alarm <laughs> company. And I walked in, and I I saw it was like mostly guys rolling. You know, like in all this sweat. And I was like, "Oh shit, this looks kind of like what Rousey and uh, Tate were doing." I was like. And there was only like one girl at the time. And, um, you know, the guys, like, they were just like, they were concentrating on like surviving, you know? And I was like, it's just like the passion seeing that. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to try it, you know? And I sat, sat down, talked to them and whatever. I tried it and I liked it. I was hooked. Like, it was addicting, you know, when I first tried it. Cause I was like, fuck, man, I can't sweep. I, or I would be able to do something, but I couldn't do the other thing. And I was like, you know, I'll get there. Like, it, it was it was just so addicting. Like I kept wanting to come every day. Like I just, I liked it. It became something like after work, I would just go straight over there. Just go straight over there. Um, It was like walking distance to my job in Arcadia. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it started there. That That was where I started, you know, my first legit martial arts experience. And I remember I would wear makeup. Oh God, I was one of those girls. That I would wear makeup in the beginning when I would train, honestly. And um, nobody would tell me anything until this one girl was like, hey, she's like, you know, like, you don't have to wear makeup. You know, you're going to stain people's geese. I was like a white belt. And I was like, 
hmm, like I didn't think about it because like you know how some people that go to the gym and like like they they do wear makeup, you know, um, and at the time, you know, I was just like I didn't think I just didn't think. <laughs> so then that from then on, I stopped wearing makeup and I was like, okay, and my blonde hair went away because that shit dies when you're rolling around. <laughs> uh, fucking breaks hair. Yeah, like I I started you know I would wear makeup in the beginning. And um, I remember, too, when I first competed as a white belt, you know, that was I finally knew not to wear makeup. And the person I still remember because it was my first fight ever as a white belt. I remember the girl, my opponent, she wore makeup and she stained my gi. So I was like, oh, my God, this is how my training partners felt. Because I was like this, like it was all on my lapel. And then my trainer was like, "Mm -hmm," like, you know, you see. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, she had makeup. And I, like my first thought was like, oh my god, but I was like, okay, yeah, I, I used to do that too. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that. So, going into you know, since you mentioned uh, your first competition, going into that, like, what were your feelings going into your first competition? Just getting out there. Oh man, I was I was nervous, 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 nervous. I mean, I was white belt, and um, I mean, I wanted to compete i just i've always had that in like i've always been competitive like everywhere like at work home anywhere with my friends so i feel like it's just like you know natural for me that i was competitive but i was nervous nervous um super nervous but i was there with my team which gave me you know confidence um i lost that fight but i do remember that i was proud because i had been drilling takedowns like i was scared to start a fight standing so I remember that I was just focusing on drilling takedowns, like just takedowns, like the, the single leg, simple one. And I did. I got the takedown and I was like proud of that at least because I was like, oh, fuck, like if you do drill something, it does work. Like, you know, that was like my first epiphany, like, oh, if you really do drill something, it, if you do something repetitive, like it does work. And so, yeah, you know, I got the takedown and uh, I was really proud of that. But I lost. Um, but I was like super nervous. and. Um, you know, as I continued to do more fights, like I would always ask my professor or my teammates that, you know, were higher belts than me and be like, so like, um, is there a timeline? Like when do, when do my nerves go away? Like, let me know so I can start counting down, you know? <laughs> and they'd be like, uh, no, like they don't go. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, I was like, what do you mean they don't go away? Like, I was so surprised. They were like, no, you just like, you learn how to embrace them. Like you just, learn how to channel that energy into something else and i didn't understand for a while what they meant by that i was like what like you know and then i, I had another professor cisco he has his own gym now um he would tell me too he's like he's like no he's like if you're not nervous then you don't care he's like you have to be nervous he's like because then you don't care if you win or lose and like that really like changed my mindset i was like that's so true if i wasn't nervous, then I wouldn't care if I win or, or if I won or lost, you know, and then what's the point of, of, of competing? It's not fair to the other person. And uh, why are you competing? You know, and I was like, Oh, God, he's right. He's right. <laughs> so going into martial arts for you, and like, so you did it, you know, you went in mm -hmm. um, as an adult, prior to any training, did you have like any, you know, like, schoolyard fights or any altercations where you look back on it now it's like man if i trained then it would be curtains for them 
gosh, man. I wish I had a cool story like Ryan Hall with that dude at the pizza parlor like, and, or like a viral video, but that's just not me. Uh, people don't believe me, but I've never been in like an actual street fight. Uh, even in high school, nothing. I remember like a girl that I didn't know even existed had wanted to fight me, but she never like showed up in front of the tree where you're supposed to be. That was as close to like a street fight or actually... Well, this was after high school. I remember, like, this was, like, Halloween, and I was with uh, I was with my best friend, and we were with our boyfriends at the time. And, um, you know, after the Halloween party, the go-to is to go to Jack's, you know, Jack in the Box. We always be like, let's go to Jack's, you know, 12 or 1 a.m. So, you know, um, it was Halloween, so it was 1 a.m. You're bound to bump into people that are also drunk. <laughs> so we were ordering food. And our boyfriends were in the restroom. And, you know, I was wearing, I think I was like a cat, a leopard cat. Uh, yeah, I did it before Craig's Jones. So, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I wore leopard before him, okay? Now I'm playing. Um, but I was a, I was like a cat. It was like, whatever, a full body suit. We were both in costumes. And um, these two guys, they were just sitting by us while we were ordering. And they're kind of like snick, like, you know, snickering, hollering, saying stuff. But we ignored them. We were just like, whatever, just ordering food. We're like, whatever. And so our boyfriends came out while they were doing that. And so then, of course, a fight happened. And, um, you know, they were just, our boyfriends were going at it. And I remember that I was like, oh, like one of them had punched my boyfriend and it kind of almost knocked him out. And I remember like, I just punched the guy. <laughs> I punched the guy. And um, I, I mean, obviously I wasn't thinking. I didn't even, I had no martial arts experience at all. So I'm pretty sure like I loaded up on that punch. Who knows? I don't know. What I remember, I punched the guy and he was surprised. He didn't expect me. You know, he was just expecting the guys to do it. My my friend's boyfriend had gone to his trunk to get a crowbar. So it was just my boyfriend and, this, and these two guys. So I was like, oh, fuck that. Like, he's going to take forever to get that crowbar. So I just like, bam, went for it. And like, obviously it didn't do anything to the guy, but I think he was just shocked. Cause I remember seeing his face. Like it didn't, I don't think it hurt him, but he kind of was just shocked to see this little girl you know, like punch him in the face. And then I remember I was like, leave him alone. <laughs> and uh, he was just kind of shocked. And then him and his friend just walked away. They walked away and then uh, we ended up just, you know, going home or whatever. But yeah, that's probably as close to a street fight from me. But I've never been into fights. That that was probably as, as close as it got. <laughs> uh, There's still a cool story. <laughs> and I guess the, you know, closing question to you know this run of them all for anyone getting into grappling anyone starting new what would you tell them uh, or what's some advice that you would give someone that you wish you probably had when you started off um well not to sound cliche but i guess um i would say um like don't get discouraged easily especially when you're in uncomfortable situations um just because it's jujitsu you know you're you're in a pretzel with somebody you're like you know you're in close contact with somebody and um yeah don't get discouraged easily i feel like just like in life your job whatever when you learn to ride a bike right remember how you first started right you didn't know shit and look where you are now so i know jujitsu is not conventional like a job or riding a bike but it's, it's the same, it's almost the same thing when it comes to learning, right? Like, of course it's uncomfortable, you know, you don't know how, 
to do a certain move, sweep, choke, whatever it may be, armbar. And it's it's it'll be a little difficult at first, but it's just much more rewarding rewarding when you finally learn that move and you get better and better every day. It's just so rewarding and just to see your progress is it builds your confidence. Um and I mean like you can't stay comfortable either, you know, like that. So it's okay to be uncomfortable. And also don't be afraid to look dumb because and like ask a question. Oh ask as many especially when you're white ask as many questions as you want. Like don't feel dumb because people were in that position too. If you don't ask questions, it's gonna hurt you later. Because if you were afraid to look dumb, like, oh, fuck, I'm going to look dumb if I ask this question. It's going to hurt you later on as you train because you're like, oh, I had that question a long time ago and I'm doing it wrong now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just better to just go for it. Ask. Don't be afraid. You're learning. We've all been in that position. We're there to help you. And, um, yeah, I, I, you know, we all have to start somewhere. And uh, just being patient with yourself. Be patient. It teaches you patience. It t- taught me patience. Shit. I've, everybody that knows me knows I'm the most impatient person ever. And this this taught me how to be patient. That's true. I, I agree. Ask those questions. Yeah. And, and, and I'm glad that, you, you know, you brought that point up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know I was a little bit afraid to ask questions. I would just wait. I would hope somebody else would ask the same question I would be asking. I'm like, yes, yes, I was going to ask that too, <laughs> you know? But um, as I got, you know, when I was a blue belt, that's when I started asking more questions or purple belt too. Um, but I wish I would have asked way more questions like when I was a white belt. So that's like, you know, my advice too is like, don't be afraid to look dumb or think your question's dumb. Because um, the longer you wait, the longer it's going to take you to become better and learn. So, you know, putting yourself in, you know, uncomfortable situations and not being afraid to ask questions is going to really help your game and evolve. And, um, yeah. Um, don't be afraid to get out of that comfort zone. (laughs) Well, I think we're, um, all set there. Got kind of some of the, some of the answers that I was looking for in those questions. Um, and with you, I don't know if this is the case, I'll edit it out, but you were talking before you say you're going to be competing upcoming. Is that? Yeah. So I did sign up um, for, I believe it's, gosh, it's February 21st. I know it's in February. I just don't My know. Birthday. February. Oh, is it the 21st of your birthday? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna write this down. Down now, I gotta win. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I like you know, especially it's been hard for so many people to not just train but to get fights during this pandemic. Um, I live in California, so I know IBJJF isn't coming back for a while. I don't know when, you know, especially now that they legalized sweeping and heel hooks. I'm like, fuck, I really want to. I really want to compete, but I don't know if they're ever going to get into California. I don't, I right now I work. I don't, I can't really get too many days off to travel. Um, so when I heard that there was one in Huntington beach with subs on the shore, submission on the shore, I was, I was excited. Um, 115 pound tournament. I think it's a $500 cash prize winner. And of course, you know, subs on the shore, reaping is allowed. Heel hooks are allowed. And I was like, fuck yeah. What, what better way to start the year than to do this big journey? So you know, I'm excited for that. 
really excited to go hunt for the kill. <laughs> Good. <laughs> excited for you. And that's available again to to watch. Um, yeah, people will be able to live stream it. Um, there hasn't been much details right now yet, but yeah, it's February 21st, Huntington Beach. Unfortunately, there's no spectators and um you but you can't you'll be able to live stream it like last time okay all right um you know as more information comes out um you know i'll definitely share it and try to thank you make sure yeah. it's you know people are out there paying attention um you know i'm gonna you know myself be watching as well actually arte suave elite oh. be, i believe they're gonna have an event on the 20th so the day oh. before um so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up here thank you again michelle so much for doing this um um in the notes i'll make sure you know to tag you and you know put your info out there and you know remind people hey hey my girl's competing on, on my birthday so <laughs> y'all better you, watch <laughs> but appreciate if, if you dante <laughs> No problem. No problem. Appreciate you as well. And everything that you've done, you've been a great help. And, and even with this, like you've, you've given me some ideals and like you're a tremendous help. So thank you so much. I can't thank you enough. Hey, everybody. It's Dante with Off The Mats Podcast. This go around, I have with me a friend who actually came up with the name for the podcast when I put this up in the stories um, and she dropped, I think two or three different names and two of her name suggestions made it to the semi. They might've both been in the finals. Uh, so, so all the way from Germany off the mass podcast, I would like to welcome Leah. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm fine. Good, good. So as we've discussed before, you know, I just got a few questions here just really to ask you about your experience in martial arts and just kind of, you know, go through and see it from your eyes, essentially. Um, so starting out, when you first started training, I guess, first, how long have you been training? Um, for nearly three years. Three years. Okay. I started early in 2018 with BJJ. I did. I never did sport before. Gotcha. And when you got started with BJJ, what was your first experience? Like, how did that feel when you first got out there? Oh, my first try class was a really bad experience because um, I visit, visited a gym with the only three guys training and the male coach and they I really felt that they don't want to train with a girl. Um, yeah, so the atmosphere was wasn't really welcoming. And this was my first moment in jujitsu in jujitsu and I was really insecure. And after the first class, I was thinking about not doing jiu-jitsu at all. Good thing I joined another gym and uh, made uh, great training partners. But yes, the first experience was just uh, not not that cool. Sorry to hear that. Well, I'm glad, though, that you found 
a good school to train at and and you continued on with it but yeah that's i i've encountered people who refuse to roll with the female which mm-hmm. I, I find bizarre actually so. it was the coach um i was watching two guys sparring and then he was uh star uh he talked to me and then i said to him i i'm thinking about signing a membership and i will think about it and he just replied yeah you should think about it in a tone which was like okay don't do it <laughs> after that i was i never felt sad after training in the other gym but this after this trail class i was really sad i felt like i'm not for jiu-jitsu i'm the wrong person (laughs) yeah i made the experience in the other gym so there are so many great people and i really felt uh, welcome there like they were all friendly to me they drilled with me they rolled with me at the first day that's good and that's how it should be um you know getting into the sport i think you know you should that, that that's not just jujitsu but just anything i think you know at a new school you know you know whether it's in elementary school high school or you know meeting new people at any hobby you know whether it's crocheting or knitting or you know comic book collecting you know when someone yeah. new comes aboard welcome them just, don't discourage just jump them. Into it. <laughs> yep Yep. Yeah, just do it. With your training um, over the years, have you competed? Yes, like eight times because of the coronavirus. I didn't get to compete a lot last year, but um, yeah, usually I really like to compete. When you first went out to compete, what was that like for you? Uh, I was really nervous um it was just a small in-house tournament with a um, small gym but um and at the end i just got to fight with or against my uh, best training partner and friend so um yeah it was not just it was not that of a big deal at the end because she won i got silver <laughs> But this is also an issue of uh, being a female uh, grabbler because you don't get opponents, so you just fight your teammates. But you always get a prize. <laughs> um, and then outside of, you know, the, the in-house tournament, um, you know, any bigger terms like have you done any IBJJF tournaments over there or? Um, I think not IBJJF, but... Uh, some tournaments with their rule sets, yeah. So some, uh, yes, bigger, bigger competitions as well. Okay. Um, and how was that for you? How did you feel going into, 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 into those events? Uh, I, I feel great because I like competing, but I'm also really nervous, and that's because uh, that's also I'm not a good competitor at all. So. Um, yeah, it's because I get too nervous okay. before my fights. But I like the preparation. I like the shark tanks before. And that's the stuff I enjoy. And because I, that's the stuff because I send up to competitions. Okay, cool, cool. 
And prior to training martial arts, had you ever been in any kind of altercation or any fights prior? Um, no, not really. I started working as a bouncer at the same time as I started jujitsu. But uh, yes, yeah, I don't get into fights a lot. I'm always trying to find out, you know, I always want to know what people's prior experiences were, you know, if people came into jujitsu or martial arts period with any kind of a history of, you know, you know, haven't been in a fight before or, or if people are just, you know what, I'm curious, I want to test myself, let me jump in. So that's why I always ask that question. Uh, and, I just um, jumped in. Hmm. The, so. And actually, um, since training, like since having started training, I don't know what your temperament is like um, versus mine. I, I was a hothead over the years. But since training for myself, I've become a lot calmer. They mm. had, have you found that to be something with jiu-jitsu that's worked for you? Has, has it like basically shifted how you feel and think about things? Um, yes, I would say before I I'm, couldn't stay cool in situations, but instead of like being um, aggressive, I was more like um, anxious. So now I can stay cool in um, yeah difficult situations. So, uh, last question, just. Uh, for you, do you have any advice for first-time grapplers starting up and, you know, anything that you wish that you were told when you first started? Just don't be afraid. I think this is just a simple thing. Don't be afraid. All people are there to have fun. And on the mat, there are so, so many friendly people. Like, yes, you can have bad experience, but most grapplers want new training partners and they love the sport so they love all people who join the sport i think that's an advice i i will give just give it a try do it have fun leah Thanks. thank you very much for doing this um coming on i i, I really do appreciate it and um, and I'm gonna go ahead and let you get out of here and get some rest. I know it's late over there for you, so thank you. And I'm still waiting for the t shirt. <laughs>
cool. Like, sheesh. Like, lady, like, get a brain scan. Um, so anyhow, the questions that I'm going to ask you, uh, you know, it's just more so about your experiences um, with jujitsu more so early on um, just in, in your training. And like I said, we've kind of gone over this before, but, you know, for those who may have forgotten or, you know, you might want to add more to it or shift up how you may have said something before. Like, you know, like maybe I shouldn't have said it that way. Maybe I want to go this okay. way. I don't know. But um, my first question when it comes to um, your experiences with martial arts, what was your first memory? What was day one like for you? Oh my gosh. Day one. Um, I totally tried jujitsu on a whim because I was dating my husband at the time. He was my boyfriend, whatever we were dating. Um, and he had all these people he had been talking about, um, and I was like, well, I want to try it. And I'm pretty sure that the first time he was like, I don't know if you'll like it, but you're welcome to come and try it. Uh, so I came and I tried it. Also, I mostly just wanted to like, you know, mark my territory, you know, in the gym, be like, hey, hey, hey everybody, I'm, I'm his girl. Um, <laughs> so my first experience with it was just like, I had no idea what I was doing, popped into the gym, like I said, to mark my territory and see what all was going on and try it. Um, I really liked it though. Like everyone was really nice. Um, I know I hear a lot of horror stories, especially as a female grappler, you hear about all sorts of um, attitudes or just different type of men and women in the jujitsu world. I got really lucky in my first experience. Like everyone was super nice. Um, I think I told you this in one of our other podcasts, someone, I did something, I don't even remember what I did now, obviously. And the person was like, oh, you have good energy. And I like, for whatever reason that stuck with me and I decided then and there, like, well, jujitsu is my new thing. So. <laughs> um, that's all it takes is that one compliment. And it's like, well, this is it. Uh, I'm sticking and with this. I, the funny thing is that was legit, like seven years ago. This is, I did not start jujitsu as like a 16 year old or like as a kid or anything at all. I like tried this as a adult that just was like, well, I'm going to try this thing to show off for this dude. But I mean, I guess it worked because we're married now and we do a lot of jujitsu. <laughs> I wonder how weird it would be in my home if my wife trained and I didn't. I don't know what that would be like for me. I don't know. I try to think even to the women that I've encountered. And I mean, there's been a few where I guess, but their husbands maybe like had dabbled in other martial arts or yeah. whatever. I think um, there's just like, there's just so many different females. I feel like when it comes to like female grapplers, there's, you know, a lot of females that are like doing it with their spouse or maybe they've gone through like a traumatic experience so now they're doing it or they're just wanting to like build more confidence like i just there's a lot of different reasons that females get into grappling i feel like so you have like a whole lot of different um females in the art how far into your training did you start competing yeah uh, I started like six months and I maybe somewhere between six months to a year. Um, the funny thing was though, it was a small, I'm, I 
I think it was Naga actually, and they had a Nogi option. Dude, I had never trained in Nogi. The only thing I knew about it was I assumed you didn't wear a gi when you did it. And I, <laughs> so I did it um, and I had no idea what I was doing. And the funny thing is, I actually wouldn't say that that was the tournament that made me decide I really wanted to compete because I had a little bit of a, um, I don't want to say hiatus from jujitsu, but I got pregnant like along my journey of training. Um, so it wasn't until after I had my daughter that when I started competing, I really, really like fell in love with it. You know, like I had done a few IBJJF tournaments before. Um, I got pregnant. So that first tournament was only six months in. I totally bombed. It was hilarious to go back and watch it now because I just look like, I don't know, a baby giraffe who doesn't know what to do. <laughs> and then after I had my daughter was when I really like started competing and really started getting into it and like falling in love with it and being, I guess you would say, a lot more competitive in the sport. Fair. Um, when you went in for your first competition, you kind of, I guess, maybe answered it a little bit, maybe, but how did you feel just like as soon as you heard your name called and you stepped onto that mat? I was so scared. Like, I'm sure I'm trying to remember. Oh, okay. Funny story. One of my, I felt totally a fish out of water. Uh, one of my first matches, the girl totally um, tried to like get, play mind games, I guess, whatever. She was like, oh, I like your gi. But she said it quietly so the like ref couldn't hear or whatever. And I was like, totally dumb. I was like, oh, thank you. And then she totally threw my ass in the air and like got all the points and slaughtered me. But I was like, I literally, that's how like deer in headlights I was. Um, <laughs> that first tournament. <laughs> uh, prior to training, had you ever been in any kind of a altercation or fight or anything like coming in was like just this type of, uh, activity just completely foreign to you or had you, you know, had siblings and got into a scrap or two or, <laughs> or, um, you know, in schoolyard fight or anything. Right? Like, hold my earrings. Hang on. Um, I had, like, one time in, I feel like, high school, a fight over a boy. Um, I then got my ass handed to me. Um, had no idea what I was doing. That's probably my only altercation. Um, so, yeah. I mean, going into it, I definitely, it was totally foreign. Like, also, just being that close to someone you don't know. Like, wait a minute, what? This this dude's about to climb on top of me was no, uh, what's happening? Like a lot of just not being aware of what was going to be happening, um, was all totally foreign and new to me. I mean, luckily, like I said, my first experience, like everyone was really great. Everyone was really nice and open and kind and like, Oh, she's new. Let's like help her out. Um, but yeah, it's definitely my first time ever being in any sort of like fight sport. Like, I don't know sort of thing <laughs> uh the last question here yeah uh, you know we'll we'll end on this note here so um with you having been in the sport for a few years now and having competed in everything for anyone new that's coming in 
what advice would you give them or what's something that you wish you would have been told early on that uh, you weren't and you'd like to share that down to someone else? Um, I think if we are talking specifically females, I will share like a few little nuggets that I wish someone would have told me. Um, I think the biggest one is just being confident, uh, not necessarily in your sport, like your skill, but just being confident and being present um, and taking up space. I mean, I know like that's a whole big thing. Like you need to be confident and take up space as a female and like be strong and all that stuff. But like, it's the same and even more so I feel like in jujitsu because you're essentially walking into this place where you are one of more than likely very few females, um, you know, and you've got a, you've got this uniform and like the tight no gi stuff underneath and does the gi fit right? Is it big? How do I tell my about like, there's all these little things that could end up like hindering your overall experience. But if you just kind of like chill out, be present in the moment, don't worry about like the gi, how it fits or anything. And just like realize that you're here to grow and learn something more. I think that that will like jumpstart you a little bit as a new person coming in. So like not be stressed about all that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Even now, I mean, I'm like seven years into this, right? Um, and I feel like there's little things now that I'm only just now coming to terms with as a female grappler, since we were specifically talking about females grappling, um, that I really wish I would have like focused on and knew earlier, you know, like I know it sounds silly, um, but even down to like, just being comfortable when I put my no gi stuff on. Like, this is not a fashion show. Like, I'm trying to train, like, train. It doesn't matter what your hair looks like or any of those things. Like, just a lot of the things that I think women carry around with us all the time that we're, like, concerned about. But in jujitsu, none of that matters at all. Which I will actually say I think is part of why I love this sport so much. Because, like, none of that matters. It does not matter, like what size you are. It doesn't matter what your hair looks like. You can't wear makeup because if you do wear makeup and it gets on my gi, I'm going to be pissed. Right. So like, it's not any kind of competition other than like your skill. Well, I can't <laughs> wait for you to hear Michelle's episode. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the whole makeup thing. Um, no, I know that's a hot topic though. I know that's a hot topic for a lot of females. I'm in a lot of the grappling groups and I will say this. Cause I feel like now I need to say it. I don't care if you wear makeup, like let's train. I am not a makeup wearer, mostly because I don't know how to do makeup even pre jujitsu ever. Like I'm not a makeup person. So I have no skin in the game on that. Anyone listening. <laughs> uh, thank you again, as usual for, you know, always being, come on and record with me. Um, I do appreciate your answers and we do got to sit down and do this again sometime soon because clearly we have a lot to talk about that people don't even know. All right. Thanks everybody for listening to this episode of the podcast. Had a great time talking with all of the guests. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know there was a little bit of audio distortion throughout at certain points. So I do apologize for that. You know, we're working on it. So when I do this again with another run of guests, we shouldn't have that same issue. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, 
feel free. Got any questions, concerns, feel free to reach out to me at bjj.wiki on Instagram and also at Off The Mats Podcast on Instagram as well. Uh, make sure you check out my friend Zach over there at Student BJJ on Instagram and also check out the website too, studentbjj.com. Um, and don't forget new podcast alerts uh well, it's been around for a little bit of time but our friends over there at the deep half that's featuring danny patrick bjj um jits bitch and my bjj is okay so make sure you're listening to them if you haven't already started thanks again everybody and y'all have a great week Now let me see his song.